Tell us what led to Solidarity launching that dispute against the Minister and the Department of Employment uh, and Labour with the International Labour Organization uh, instead of our own labour courts. Well, in fact, this specific dispute uh, was launched uh, much uh, earlier, around about two, three years ago. And what's important here is that if you launch a dispute as, at the International Labour Organization, then it is necessary to show them that you exhausted the internal remedies. So this specific dispute was on the rigid approach in South Africa if it comes to a race, if you apply affirmative action. So we went through a whole process in South Africa. We even went to um, and the Constitutional Court on this. And after that, we actually went into the International Labour Organization. So the basis of our complaint was that South Africa is not in line with the international standards. The international standards actually um, say that if you come to affirmative action, then you must have an enhanced approach. And we said that South Africa has a rigid approach and not enhanced, and then that led to this specific dispute, and that also then led to a long mediation process between Solidarity and the government of South Africa. So what were then the interventions from the International Labour Organization, and, and what agreement or settlement was then reached in this respect? Yeah, the intervention was um, that the first step of a complaint like this is voluntary uh, mediation, and that is where a party can agree, parties can agree to voluntary mediate a specific dispute. Now, that, is, as a rule, um, simply doesn't happen. And so that is quite historic that the government and solidarity said, no, we want to go through mediation to try to get a settlement. So uh, that means actually we want to have a dialogue on this. And that is positive and that's a compliment uh, for South Africa, the government, and I think for the whole of South Africa. And that led then to a settlement. Now, the settlement is historic in the sense that um, also just simply because of the fact that solidarity and the government could settle on something like race. And that is a compliment, I think, for South Africa. And even Kusatu yesterday welcomed this specific settlement. Now, the settlement is basically that if it comes to affirmative action in South Africa, we must have an nuanced approach. That means that we must take other factors also into account if we apply affirmative action. One of that is, of course, that you must take into account this available skills pool, and that will force companies to focus on training and development. We call that input-based affirmative action. And then what's important is that it was agreed that nobody can be dismissed or retrenched because of affirmative action, and there can't be an absolute ceiling, and companies can also take into account their specific economic circumstances. So this is all about fairness, about growth, and then at the end of the day, we all agree that the outcome of this must be equality and equity in the workplace. Now, the agreement also lists the specific conditions that employers can use as reasons for not complying with the employment equity laws. What are some of those reasons? Now, one of the most important ones is the um, available skills. Let's take, for instance, um, ESCOM. ESCOM must now submit their employment equity plan. What they did is they only use the national race demographics to set their specific targets. Now, that actually meant then that they say in this circumstances we, where we are now, they must get rid of another round about 500 um, artisans just simply because of the color of the skin. But that simply makes no sense if you look at the 
skills availability at this stage in South Africa. So then you can come and say as an employer, we've looked at the, the availability of artisans in South Africa and we adjust our targets according to that. What must the company do then? Then the company must say, well, I must take effort to train more artisans from the designated group so that at the end of the day, the um, um, uh, workforce can reflect the South African population. But my effort is now focused on training and not only targeting.